finally, we've been playing this podcast for so long yeah. and it's finally coming together, I think. We hope. Yeah, yeah. we're here. Here we are. We have a our... fancy microphone and headphones. And coffee. And coffee. Cheers. You're way Cheers. too far away <laughs> to be doing. That's all right. Cheers. Yeah, for our pilot episode of our Holy Roast podcast. Holy Roast. We're well, pumped. Where do we come up with that name? That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, we were a, searching for names for quite a while. It was a journey. And most of them were pretty awful. Yes. Uh, but then I asked my friend, chat, GG, GPT. <laughs> I can't say it. I can never say it right. <laughs> my friend, I know, I always stutter across it. <laughs> Me too. And, and I probably will. But we asked them for some suggestions. Yeah. Like any aging millennial would. And that's what we came up with. Yeah. Most of them were pretty bad, but that one I feel I like actually, has some potential. I really liked the one it came up with of preach, pray, persist. It's a lot of peas. But it's a lot of peas and it's dorky, but hey. Could, you know, could add to it as a it subtitle. Could. Yeah. We could be convinced if people could convince us of it, potentially could be there. Subtitle. I try to use the P word potentially. Potentially. Yeah. 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 But anyways, a holy roast. A holy roast is what we're going to do. We are both from the ministerial services operational team, which sounds way more professional and way more important important than it is. Yes, yeah. that's true. That's true. Yeah. So um, I feel like we should have said our names already. Yeah. What's your name? We should start over. <laughs> we should just cut all that out. Um, yeah. Well, what's your name and, and where are you from? That we're going to cut so all this out. No, no, that's going to be Keep so going. Okay. Um, well, I'm Rachel Wallace. I am currently the pastor at Revolution Church here in Louisville, serving on the ministerial operational teams here with my buddy Rob. I've really been on the board for several years now, but uh, just in my second year, I think, on the operational team. Um, and excited to be here to see this idea kind of come to fruition. Yeah. So it's called Holy Rose. So what's your favorite coffee? Do you have a, a favorite in the area? Do you have a favorite brewing method? Do you have a favorite bean? Yeah, you think I'm cooler than I am for sure. No favorite <laughs> brewing method, but I do love myself some Heine Brothers. There you go. That's, that's my favorite. And it's actually kind of become a second office for me, partly because I don't really have an office right now. Um, I'll work from home, but I, I really enjoy working from Heine Brothers. Yeah. So Heine Bros, if you want to sponsor this podcast, let Let's us know. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Local, uh, local chain here in Louisville. I have all my meetings. I just pick uh, the closest Heine Brothers to whoever I'm meeting. And that's where we go. That's so. perfect. What about and you? And you're from Louisville, right? I am. Yeah. So it's home stomping grounds. Yeah, I am. It's good to be, good to be home. Been back for a little over four years now. Hard to believe. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm Rob, and I am the lead pastor at Watkins United Methodist Church, which is also located here in Louisville, Kentucky, um, in the eastern part of it, and, and love it. have been there since 2020, and so I came in during the pandemic, and what a weird time to transition as a pastor. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so it was a fantastic time already there serving the last couple of years. Also serve on the ministerial services operational team. I've been on it two months ish yeah. at this yeah. point of recording, I think about two months and I've been on the board for, uh, I think a year at this yep. point. So just created that year long journey with the board of board, a ministry and, and, and love it. Love it. It's been one of the coolest things that when you're on the other side, um, 
one of the things that you wish you could be a part of and, and not see how the sausage is made perhaps, yeah. but, but to be a part of that process of mentoring and really forming people in their calls to ordain ministry. And yeah. I really enjoyed that part. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've, for those of us who are ordained, we all went through it. That's right. And we all have our particular experience on that side of it. But yep. to be then on the other side of kind of like trying to capture the ideals of, of what it means to really um, you know, what do we say? Discover, develop, and send the passional spirit leaders, right? We're really trying to do that work of like developing and equipping and encouraging, not just our ordinance, but like clergy. Yeah. And that's yeah. a big, that's a big job. And I think that's the part that's excited me more about being on the operational team is that we get to zoom out a bit and see our larger process of like, let's get a pulse on how our clergy are doing. Sure. Sure. And then that's really the the birth of this podcast is mm-hmm. to address that, right? Yeah. So what is the pulse? Let's let's take a look at our, our mental, spiritual, physical health as a part of this. And one of the things that we were talking about in forming this podcast, and we're trying to create a name, is you had a really good subtitle of what it can be about Monday mornings. What yeah. was that subtitle? Yeah, I, there was a couple of different versions of it, but it was basically I was trying to capture this, like the encouragement that our that pastors need on a Monday morning so they don't quit. Yeah, you know, like you think about after yeah. a Sunday, I've been taking Mondays off because it's like the only day of the week I let my head just shut off. That's because Sunday's idea. always coming, right? Man, it's always coming. Yeah, there's always stuff to do, but on Mondays I'll let myself like breathe and unclench just a little bit. I'm working on it. Um, and, and so, what is that encouragement that I need on a Monday morning to keep going? Mm. Mm. Um, what is that, you know, and, and really just the, the, it came out of this desire and this passion to like, man, here we are two local pastors in the trenches of local church ministry. And we know the last couple of years have been hard. Yeah. That's not news. We've been talking about that a lot and talking and talking and talking about it, but what are we going to do about it? Mm-hmm. And so here we are just like two pastors in the trenches wanting to have just a cup of coffee and encourage each other, yeah. right? It just... Let's let, let's talk about some things to just remind ourselves, but also extend it now to, to kind of our clergy friends that we're not alone, that we're, we're facing lots of these challenges, too. And that there's kind of I, I really do think there can be a way through a lot of this when we do it together kind of thing. That's but, right. So this mm-hmm. is kind of good sacred. I would call it a sacred moment that we can have together yeah. and hope people will engage with those moments as well. Cause it can feel like you're alone a lot of the times. Yeah. I mean, you can get into your same rhythms and you can get into your own local church. And, yeah. and when you're ordained, you don't have to go to the residency and things like that through the yeah. board of order ministry. You're kind of just out there yeah. and it can feel a little bit alone. And I hope this is, yeah, the dream of this is say, Hey, we're, we're here with you, right. you know, and right. how can we inspire and equip? Sure. But how can we just be with, yes. I think is so important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and how many times have we met up for coffee? Cause we're both here in Louisville mm-hmm. just to vent or complain or talk mm-hmm. through something or just, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so let's extend that table Yeah. You know, let's sit down and have coffee. But we also recognize that there are, there are colleagues that serve in this, you know, connection in this state that, that can't just meet up whenever, cause you That's live right. 15 minutes away from your clergy friend. Right. right. Um, so let's extend the conversation. Let's extend the table and just a holy roast. A holy roast. Have some warm conversation with some good coffee. Hey, I got I got a funny uh, story about my favorite coffee. You ready? Oh yeah. Okay. So my favorite coffee is I, I I'm a coffee nerd and and I love it. When Do you I mean was a snob. Oh, well, I wouldn't call myself a snob, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I love it, and, and, and that was part of the things during residency. People make fun of me because I was that person who would bring their own coffee with them. Like I don't drink camp coffee. I, I really need to get away from church coffee because it's just not good for your body. <laughs> you know. So I would bring my own contraptions. Well, that's 
connected to who I am. So I, I remember Molly is my wife. My, Molly is a ordained Baptist pastor here in Louisville. So we have an interesting relationship and, and fight a lot weird things that <laughs> typical p- couples probably don't talk about. Um, but anyways, uh, that's a weird side note there. That's uh, another episode. That's another. We'll get her on. Clergy spouses. Oh gosh. Can you but imagine? also clergy. We should just have Matt and Molly. Oh my gosh. This could one. be our guests one. <gasps> my husband is a really great pastor's wife. Yeah. He's really good. Okay, sorry. I strive to be a pastor's wife like Matt is. Yeah. It's a good goal. Anyways, (laughs) so when we were getting married, we could, uh, you know, have a registry. And part of the registry, you know, you put all those stereotypical things from plates and uh, cups and sheets and things like that. And Molly let me have one thing at each store um, that I could put on there. No judgment. So, like, we have, like, a a cookie jar that's shaped like a dog. We have... (laughs) like a, a parrot, you know, statue. <laughs> but one of the things I, I, I registered for all the coffee contraptions you can think of. So the French press, the Aero press, the espresso machine, all those sorts of things and, uh, percolators and to, to, cause I, no one's going to buy it, but I'm going to register it for anyways. Cause yeah. she gave me permission to do so. Uh, so day of our wedding comes and we look through all of that, you know, afterwards and uh, we got every coffee contraption I registered for, and, but we did not get one towel. For our <laughs> Molly, like a bath towel? Yeah, no bath towels. Were, they, we don't have any of those at the Tucker household. Sorry. <laughs> you know, we just have coffee. We just have really good that, coffee. That's all you need. But anyways, so I love coffee. And so I love the, the idea for us in coffee making and kind of that holy roast is that it's a process, right? And it's yeah. a process and a journey. And to me, brings familiarity and comfortability yeah. as a part of that. Because, yeah. Yeah, when we meet up at a coffee shop in Louisville, that's a comfortable, safe space for yeah. me. Yeah. I don't know anything about the process of, of roasting or making coffee. I just can appreciate a good mm. cup. And I, I also, I have family members that drink Volgers and it's like, it's hard. Yeah. That's I don't. Like I Maxwell don't. House on my side of the family. Yeah. 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 I don't participate then, but. Sorry, Sandra. <laughs> that's my mother's name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. But just kind of that idea of, um. Uh, of just enjoying just, yeah, co- good conversation, good coffee and encouragement, encouragement for the mm-hmm. journey. Cause we, we know this isn't like coming down from the top. Yeah. Oh, it's been hard. Pat, pat, pat on the back as right. you're still in the trench. No, like we're in this with y'all and together every day, every, day, every preaching every Sunday, Sunday's mm-hmm. always coming. Mm-hmm. And also just looking for some friendship and some encouragement along the way. Yeah, so. I love that. So that's that's good expectations of what people come to find. I, I do hope well, our aim and goal of this so far, and this is just a pilot, so this is an experiment, Yes. right? So we're mm-hmm. going to try some things and some things are really going to work and some things are going to go, you know, yeah. as yeah. a part of this and that's okay. Um, but what we want this to be is beneficial for that local church pastor to be beneficial for that church leader, um, particularly in Kentucky, but if other friends from around um, join in on the mm-hmm. conversation, I'd love that too. But yeah. um, but what we really want to focus on is Kentucky pastors and, and yeah. lay folks who are leading churches to kind of have that safe, comfortable conversation with. And, and our hopes right now is that that would be about twice a month and we'll mm-hmm. have some other ways to engage through other forms of social media. But part of that is we hope you'll tune in and this will be beneficial for you. Whether yeah. you are are sitting in your office wondering on Monday morning, oh, what just happened? You know? <laughs> what else could I be doing with my life right now? That's right. Yeah. I'm tired of reading books. You know, <laughs> anyways, I'm not anti-book. Let's put that out there. Um, but, you know, I, I just need to 
be with someone during this moment. Hopefully this can be a platform yeah. in which that really happens. And, and then it becomes a conversational dialogue between two friends and, and mm -hmm. we'll have other people. So we've already interviewed uh, Amy Odin as a part mm -hmm. of that, uh, Margaret Markinson. And then we're going to interview some other folks throughout our connection throughout the state of Kentucky some pastors, perhaps some staff, some people doing some really neat nonprofit ministry. I mean, ministry that could look in a, a plethora of different ways. Uh, and I hope in, in each one of those connection points that we make, whether it's an expert in the field or somebody who's actually in the field, <laughs> yeah. there's a difference between those two, mm -hmm. um, that that can be a conversation for folks to engage in. And, and we want that. We, yeah. we want to invite engagement dialogue. We're not two talking heads. We're two local pastors who don't know what we are doing. No. And so please help. We're just trying to make a way here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's where, yeah. Um, I just totally lost my train of thought of what were you saying before? Yeah. Hold on. Well, like, Oh, Oh, well, <laughs> we'll get back there. We but I, I think it's a, that engagement with both experts and, and yeah. people who are actually doing the hard, hard work of ministry to say we're with you. Because we see all of these documentation. We see all these articles floating around of how hard ministry is, right? Yeah. And how many of our, I mean, you think about our, our times that we both went to Duke Divinity School, the best uh, seminary Absolutely. in the world, yeah. uh, best basketball team in the world oh, no. too. <laughs> no, not that, just Duke Divinity School. I have to say it all together. I'm not allowed to say Duke University. Oh, I, I wear, to say I um, to Duke Divinity School. when you go to Duke Divinity, there's Duke Div and then there's also Big Duke, right? Big Duke equals the rest of the university. And that includes a winning football team this season, which is in incredible Stupid, and, oh, yeah. and number two <laughs> ranked uh preseason poll for basketball if you're wondering oh, wow. no, you know I where uk wondering. is uk is not in that ranking oh interesting well there's a fun fact fun fact for our <laughs> listeners but uh, as a part of that like i think we can engage with people that come from those different places right yeah whether it's nonprofits or yeah. whether and i would love to maybe talk to a seminarian and ask them hey what does life look like yeah. <laughs> at this point and and what is what is actually bringing you life what is giving you this? hope for the future because yeah. it cannot be this huge uncertainty right and the many yeah. things that have happened in the last couple of years but why are you still doing this you yeah. know help yeah. us because i think that can be so enlivening to our own stories mm -hmm. on monday tuesday wednesday say hey people are still being called to ministry yeah. People are still wanting to become a local church pastor. Yeah. And and I think that's something to look into the reasons why. Yeah, absolutely. I think that would be great even to check in with some of our seminarians. And that's what, you know, kind of what we talked about trying to get a pulse on how our mm -hmm. clergy are doing. So like, mm -hmm. that's our target. That's our focus mm -hmm. is like our Kentucky colleagues, you know, and if it extends to kind of lay leaders uh, that are taking on that responsibility in the local church, that's great because we're here saying we love the church. Mm -hmm. we, we love Jesus and we care about his church. Mm -hmm. And we want to, we know that things haven't been great. And, and yet here we are too kind of early, so to speak in our careers, wanting mm -hmm. to kind of like stay with this and, and, and have that hope for the future of, of what's this going to look like? The world is changing. The way mm -hmm. we do church is changing. There's so much uncertainty and we have, we don't have as many maybe mentors that we can look to, to say, we've been here before because they haven't, Right. none of us have been. And, and so, uh, that's what I'm really excited about. Some of the guests that we're planning to bring on is that I hope that this format makes it feel like accessible, you yeah. know, that these like kind of like giants almost, yeah. you know, uh, some, some, maybe not all, but some people that I might be nervous to interview, mm -hmm. like sitting down in this setting with a good cup of coffee, yeah. it can just be conversational and their expertise then becomes like so much more, 
uh, applicable or so much yeah. more encouraging. Like, Hey, I, I can do this. This mm-hmm. is possible. You know, we don't have to, you know, kind of that, that even that process is giving me hope for the future. Mm. Right. Um, of, of saying that, you know, they're the best is still yet to come. Kind of yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah. The best still. I, gosh. What a fun season we're in. <laughs> what a fun season. And I do hope that this brings you up. What other dreams do you have, Rachel, for the podcast? As you've processed this and, um, you know, as we even had this idea around the ministerial services operational team of what we could do and, and what can actually add value to people's life, what we don't want is another thing that's thrown out there yeah. of, of more information that you don't do, may or may not want. And, and another thing that, hey, I better make sure I check this off every week. Um, what, what what we don't want is that, what what would you say is a dream then you have when you said, yes, I I would love to co-host this. Here's why. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely don't want to add to the noise and the information overload. And then another thing to listen to, because it's like, yeah, there's so much, we're just inundated with it. And that's why it's like, we're not trying to go viral, make it big, be huge. We just want to encourage our colleagues in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. So I think my dream would just be that, you know, we'll keep these episodes short ish. So it's like on that commute, or on that Monday morning, you can just pour yourself a cup of coffee with us and take a deep breath. And and I think if it even just like encourages one of our colleagues or friends to keep going or to reach out for help or to try something new, or if it gives them even hope in that day when they listen, even just to that one episode, like for me, that would be worth it. Yeah. You know, um, if it can help us feel a little bit more connected in this weird world we're living in or a little bit more, um, you know, re- helping rebuild some of this trust and, co- and collegial spirit and just, Hey, we're here for you too. Even though we're in our own little pocket, like we're in this together. I think if like it, that encourages one person for me, that would be. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah I love that. I, yeah. I also hope it helps to, um, embrace our humanity. That's a, kind of a weird phrase, yeah. but th- that, that I think with other people who may join us, who, who may, may not be our colleagues in ministry, but maybe a, a local church leader or somebody that just, this popped up on their page and like, why in the world do I want to listen to these two strangers in Louisville, Kentucky? <laughs> um, that I think would help them change their view of what a pastor is like yeah. and, and bring some humanity to it that we're, we're not, um, and I, I'm going to speak for myself. I'm not holy and pious as much as maybe some people may think <laughs> of local church pastors, right? I, I think yeah. that we can, anybody knows me, who knows that's not <laughs> true at all. Um, but would say, Hey, I can identify with that person. And I may not have done that with a religious person before. Um, but, but I think there's some hope in that to say, Hey, this is what pastoral ministry does look like. Yeah. Um, you know, the kind yeah. of the, the funny thing that people always say is like, what do you do? Like, all you do is come and preach on a Sunday morning right. and that's all you do. Right. Yeah. That's your total job. But no, there's <laughs> some other things that happen along the way, yeah. like making good coffee. But you know, that happens <laughs> that, that does that's, that's what ministry looks like. And yeah. I think people have this weird depiction if they're not looking at these kind of mega church pastors, right, mm-hmm. as one depiction of what ministry looks like. And then the, the, they're always making kind of the bad global news of what a pastor looks like. But here is what two normal local church pastors look like. And yeah. here are some of the friends that they'll bring on. And yeah. hopefully that will provide a little humanity to it, but also a little hope in the local church yeah. um, to say that, that there is good that we can put out in the world. Hey, yeah. there, there yeah. is, um, I think the 
local church is the place where change can happen and transformation yes. can happen yeah. in every local community. Um, we have to get back to telling those kinds of stories and yep. how it is transforming communities. Absolutely. Um, that hasn't stopped. Although the other news have taken over, mm-hmm. the, the transformation happening on the ground has not stopped. Yeah. Um, so we need to, to kind of get back to telling those good kind of stories. And some of those are deeply human and deeply smelly and yeah. deeply um, outrageous at times and sometimes vulgar. And I think all of that is what ministry is and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. We see it all. We, we mm-hmm. see it all. And I think the majority of clergy mm-hmm. are more like us mm-hmm. than they are the celebrities sure. that make the news or make the big book deal or then have the fall from grace or whatever. Right. And like, so yeah, to just sort of say, this is, this is what it means to, to be called to this, to be called to this work of like, we are still human and like, mm-hmm. we have doubts and frustrations and mm-hmm. fears. And I've already learned that our good buddy here, Matt can bleep things out if we need him to, <laughs> right? Like yes, if things right. get a little bit, no, I'm just kidding. Little hairy. Oh, Rob. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, just, uh, of this is what this works look, this work looks like, but also of like before all of that, like we are disciples of Jesus Christ. Sure. We are human. Um, we're just falling in the way. Yeah. I don't think Jesus had a podcast, but maybe if he was born in 2023, he'd have a podcast. I'd listen. I would listen to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would Man. be probably really confusing teachings. Yeah. Would, people would argue about for thousands of years. That's right. <laughs> yeah. The comment section on that would be amazing. Uh, you avoid it at all costs. Avoid it. At all costs. Well, at the end of each one of our episodes, uh, we are going to end with what we're calling kind of the Holy Roast hot seat. Now, I have to admit, I've kind of stolen this idea from Brene Brown, my patron saint of vulnerability, Mm -hmm. who I adore. Um, And at the end of some of her episodes, she would rapid fire questions to her guest, kind of humanizing them. That's right. Kind of making them every day, just like us. Uh, And so it's going to be a series of the same four or five questions. And so Rob and I thought it would be cool to end our pilot episode by just kind of volleying back and forth these rapid fire. Don't think about it. Just... Share it. What comes on your mind, right? Yeah, yeah. So what are you reading right now, Rachel? First question. What am I reading right now? Okay. I just finished a great book called The Measure. What is that? Oh, man. I don't remember the author's name, but everybody should read it. It's this fascinating story about how one day in uh, the world, a, a string shows up on your front door with a name engraved on the box. And that string basically says the exact length that your life will be. And every person has to decide what they're going to do with this box. Do you look, do you not, do you want to look what happens if, and it's just a fascinating as a, as a pastor type spiritual person of like how we talk about death and dying and life and even, you know, the will and destiny, you know, whatever is so good. Would you look? I don't think so. I think it's best not to know. Yeah. yeah, But I think I would, Given to peer pressure and look after a few months. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm like the yeah. person who doesn't like, I hate spoiler alerts. Like I'll record basketball games and like avoid my phone. So I don't look at it. Right. Yeah, Cause yeah, I don't know how it's yeah. going to end. Right. Well, you should check out the measure. It's really good. Okay. Second question, Rob, what's keeping you alive right now? Yeah. Um, my son Cooper has a tricycle. And it is the best thing in the world. I mean, my, my, so my son Cooper is a little over two years old. Um, and he has that stereotypical like red tricycle that has like the pushing thing behind it. So he thinks he's pedaling, but he's not really pedaling. <laughs> yeah. And it is uh, Halloween season in Louisville right now. And we make our way around the neighborhood and he says, boo to all the ghosts and <laughs> he, 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 to all the witches. And it is my favorite thing in the world. Wow. That's Just to amazing. watch him come alive. And he thinks he's pedaling that thing and he has a little bell and he rings all the bell. I'm sure it 
it's making all of our ring doorbells in our neighborhood go nuts because he goes <laughs> yeah. right up to it. Right? Yeah, that's amazing. And makes yeah. noises. Well, how amazing is it that you made such a cool, cute kid, you know? I know. <laughs> wow, what a miracle. Thank God for my wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are five things on your nightstand? Oh, man, my phone, my book, my water, drugs. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> my medicine, my allergy medicine I have to take at night. Oh, we're going to have to bloop that one out. Now we won't. <laughs> what? Good. Uh, that was probably just four, but yeah, my a lamp. Lamp. Yeah. Do you have a cool lamp? No. No. I'm no. staring. Lamp. Matt has the cool lamp. That's okay. too bright. Too bright. Uh, what's your favorite thing to do? Oh, sorry. What's your favorite way to unwind after a long day? Yeah, we have a. Uh, I built this fire pit in the back of our in our backyard. So our whole backyard has been redone. We built like a, a detached garage and stuff, but. I tilled the land. I'm not a handy person whatsoever, but I wow. tilled it and built a little uh, rock sanctuary with, uh, that sounds too fancy. I just dumped a bunch of rocks in a circle and then built this fire pit. And that yeah. is my favorite time to go out there, um, light a fire, man, do some s'mores with the fam. Yeah. And that is, you can't get any better for me. Do you do that often? Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, it's, yeah, great it's a great routine. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and even when it's hot, I go out there and I'll be a sweaty mess. But you know what? It's it's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. That's cool. Yeah. Last question, Rachel. You're called up to bat. What is your walk up song? Oh man, you know it. You know it. It's "Ready for It" by Taylor Swift. Ooh. You, you sing us a little bit. Oh sure. It starts by saying, "Are you ready for it?" Boom, boom, boom. And she starts it. Oh, it's so good. It's such pump up. It was how actually the first song that began my labor play mix. <laughs> my, <laughs> you got to have that. You do. Yeah. Was, are you ready for it? Girl, you got to get in the game. You're about to birth this baby. Yeah. So that would be it. You're walking up to preach, yeah. walking up to bat. Are you ready for it? All goes in. And there's just another Swifty here. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> I have a whole sermon series. On Taylor 12 Swift? weeks. The gospel according to Taylor Swift. Oh my gosh. We could share that. Oh, yeah. Taylor Swift, if you want to get some advertisements <laughs> on the uh, Holy Roast podcast, let us yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, Give you know what? Travis Kelsey has a podcast. I he know. shot his shot, didn't he? Shoot it, your shot, man. It's a really good podcast. Do you it listen is. to it? Oh, uh, now. <laughs> because of Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift put him on the map. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What's your walk-up song? So mine would be, this is going to be no surprise. And this is what my wife and I walked into our reception to. Are you ready? And this is something that we got from the... Duke basketball team. Oh, gosh. All I do is win by DJ Khaled. <laughs> All I do is win, <laughs> win, win, no matter what. Yeah, that yeah. would be my walk in. All right. Get pumped up. I'm ready to go. And I really do think, you know, they, you have like hymns of preparation when it comes to our services. I think we need to have walk up songs of preparation. You know, that For comes. preaching. That preach. Yeah. Does it have to be a hymn? No. Okay, good. It's DJ Colin. <laughs> we, we don't sing hymns at Revolution. <laughs> oh, I love it. Are you allowed to do that? Well, this has been so much fun. So and, fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to our, our weeks to come, our months to come, as we dive and experiment and, and yeah. roast each other and enjoy some good roasts here and have some really great guests. Are you ready for it? <laughs> oh, man. I like that music. I think it's fun. That's nice. nice. Oh man. <laughs> it's hard when you're like. He got there. You're trying. It's like preaching though. Like you're trying to be in present in the conversation, but also knowing.